It's me, your CRCR, Certified Revenue Cycle Representative. Again, that's usually one that's dabbling in all 12 of the categories of your medical practice revenue cycle. So you've submitted um, your applications and you may be experiencing credentialing fatigue and you start signing up for all these softwares for your EHR, all the softwares for your billing, and you start looking at hiring different technicians and um, depending on your specialty, what, what would be required for your office inpatient or outpatient setting. And all these things cost money. You haven't made any money yet to be spending money. Um, and I see this so often, and, you know, all the applications are in. So then providers and or non-providers, they start, oh, I want this EHR. It's going to, you may possibly get a 30-day free trial, but after that, you have to start paying monthly for that. Then, you know, if you decide you want a different billing system, you have to start paying for that. Um, maybe, you know, there are some extra softwares that you may need for your team. Um, you have to pay for that. Uh, marketing your to your target members, you have to pay for that as well. And so in this waiting period, a lot of providers and non-providers, they start dabbling in things and then it gets expensive. So I will always recommend once your applications have been submitted, you should be finished. One, your business plan should be obviously f complete in its entirety at this point. But the other layers are start getting demos for different EHRs, right? You just won't want to look up one and say, oh, I'm going to go with that one. You should be able to identify what do you need your software to do for you so that your workflow can, can flow, what billing system should I be using, right? And then depending on your specialty, you should have a list of procedure codes that are going to be required in order to put in your system. And so a lot of times you'll get caught up because, you know, these softwares, they do an amazing job at selling providers on softwares. Then you get the software, find out it can't do something. So you have to create a large workaround, which um, isn't fun um, because you're spending your hard-earned money on a software that should be working for you and your flow of your practice. And so you guys leave out the perspective that, you know, you have to have progress notes. What is your outline for your progress notes, right? Then you have to learn all the softwares, the EHR, the billing software, um, how are you going to, your accounts receivable software. And so all that goes together in a sense that it has the flow. So, you know, when a patient comes in and, you know, what do you do then in your software, right? You're, you're fresh out, you're starting a company, you don't really know how to work with these softwares. This is the time where where you're waiting to be credentialed that you should be getting demos, finding out what EHR and billing system you would like to work with. Two, finding out, sketching out 
What do you want your process to look like? What do you want your revenue cycle to look like from the time that the patient enters into your door or you receive a referral to the time that they're billed out, whether they whether insurance pays for the service in full or the patient has a balance? What does that look like? And without considering those things, you're paying for things and don't know if it serves your workflow. And so it's easy to get caught up in the, I'm excited. I know I need all these things. So I'm going to get this, this, this. And you're also going to pay for this, this, this. And you're also not making money for this, this, this. So please keep that in mind and be patient. Credentialing is a waiting game and you have to be very patient. It's important once you get a software, in my experience, providers do not like to change software. There's not really one practice or one facility that I've worked with that have the same software. And it's because the best software, if you don't get it in the beginning and then you grow a large member-based or patient-based, it's like, yeah, but then I'd have to transfer all this information to a better software. And no one wants to do the legwork with that. You need at least a minimum of three Uh, whether it be billers, data entry, or uh, individuals of, you know, your medical practice office will have to be involved in that process. Um, Obviously, one person can do it, but it would take you um, a heck of a lot of time spending doing that when you should be focusing on uh, the services you're going to provide, you know, getting um, a location set up, or if you're going to, you know, see the patient in a home setting, depending on what your specialty is. And reiterating again, do not go and pay and sign up for all these softwares and regiments that you think are going to benefit your, your workflow, your medical practice. What you want to do, again, is start signing up for demos. Have them to actually explain to you what does this process look like? Take me from the time that the patient walks through this door or I get a referral all the way to the time where it's time for me to bill the patient. I'm sorry, bill the insurance, then bill the patient if there's any co-insurance, co-pay, deductibles of any sorts. Because um, oftentimes you'll find out so many providers sign up for the worst EHRs. I mean, like, yes, you know, it allows you to host the information, but the progress notes are terrible. There are some really good softwares out here that format it for you. Because why? When you're new for in all this, you don't consider that in order for, you know, to get paid for this service, you do know that the insurance has a layout in which they want a progress note in order to pay you if it requires for you to submit the progress note with the claim. And so a lot of times I find out, you know, I find we get, you know, some I've worked and experienced with working with providers where they have these minimum EHRs where it's just like a and in comparison to a notepad for a progress note. And it's like, yeah, you need, you know, the chief of complaint, you need the treatment plan, you need this um, assessment, you need all these things to fit in that progress note. And each time you see a patient, you have to manually write these things in there. You Do you understand how time consuming that is for a provider? Um, and then you may 
not be at the point where you would be able to hire someone that would be able to, um, a clinical assistant, where they'd be able to write all these things down for you. You know, that takes time. You know, after you've made at least broke even of sort, now you can think about expanding and hiring all these people to do these things. But in the beginning, you should first want to understand your workflow and create that for your team. It creates for a stronger team. It creates for a transparency on what your workflow is going to look like so that, you know, by the time the patient comes in, we're going to, you know, schedule the patient here. Then, you know, our progress note, we're going to see the patient. The progress note is going to be up. We're going to document all these things, put in their medications, all this good stuff. And then we're going to spit it out, save it, sign it, spit it out to the billing team. Or the in or the billing software. Now it's time to build the insurance. But guess what? None of the insurance are in your software. So you have to go and insert. It's like having a lot of the billing softwares are not already put together. And so what'll happen is you'll get these reps that sell you on a software, but it's not set up. And so now you're like, wait, where's this at? You know, where's the CBT goes? Well, well no, where's the insurance? Huh? Did you know that you had to get enrolled um, with the EDI for these payers to even go through electronically to those insurance payers? Huh. They didn't tell you that, did they? You also didn't know that. And so that is why it is extremely important for you to, during your credentialing stage, take your time. Sign up for demos. Have them thoroughly explain If there was a patient, tell me how this will look in your software. You will be able to identify what you can do and what you cannot do. You will be able to identify, hmm, I didn't even consider I needed that functionality. Yet, if you go buy the software, it took you to buy the software to find out that it doesn't do something that you actually needed to do. And so, in taking your time and having them to thoroughly explain these things to you, you can build a better workflow, a workflow that you don't have to get down, you know, years down the line and say, look, I've outgrown this software. It's not working for me for me anymore. The workflow has become, you know, so, uh, so many workarounds that we've had to include. And it's like, why are we doing a workaround when we're paying this system to work for us? And so, um, even with following up with your accounts receivable, you know, can can I build the can I build the patient um, and send them a statement electronically? Every software doesn't do that. They may they may allow you to download your statements, but you can't click a button and then you send it to the patient and they get it via mail. Or you know, have you considered? Do you want to want it want them to receive it electronically? What if they don't have an email address? Can they sign up for their own portal? And so uh, one of the other big things that I see that is extremely exhausting is that a lot of these EHRs and billing system do not automatically run payments. So if you have patients that are being seen and you know they have a deductible. You're gonna. They know they have a deductible. You're gonna put that in the software. Can the software allow for you to put, you know, that they have a copay and that you know it's gonna spit out a deductible then for you to go and bill the patient? 
can it do that? Can it charge? Um, if the patient have the card on file, can it charge it, you know, automatically if I set a date? And providers skip around all those things because they want to pay a cheaper price with their software. You are paying for a great workflow automatically. You have so many things to do. You're not at the stage where you can hire all these people. And so you start spending more money than you're earning. And that's not what we want to do. We want to make everything work with the budget that you have. And so you have to be conscious about that. 